0: All right, here we are. The first, very first podcast, and what are we calling this? The River Valley Christian Fellowship Podcast. <laughs> it is so creative. Yeah. And if we could just get one or two more words in there, it'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, here we are, our very first podcast. In studio with me is Mike Dean, our Children's Ministry Director, and no, we don't have a studio. Yeah. i was just kidding. <laughs> uh, we're just sitting in the conference room, having a conversation. I'm drinking uh, Safari co- coffee. Or coffee from Safari, and uh, hey, which is a shout out. We don't have any sponsors yet because this is our very first podcast. <laughs> but if we did, we would say Stafari, would you be one of our, our uh, uh, or or Connect Roasters? We're fans of the, those yeah, guys there too. You go. Uh, but uh, yeah, so this is a shout out. Support your local coffee. Cafe. While you can. Business. While you can. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we're calling this uh, River Valley Christian Fellowship podcast. We, we did run it down the road. We were thinking about calling it the Corona Cast. Yeah. But we yeah. decided against Our it. Our
1: COVID conversations with Derek. Yeah,
0: yeah. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, by the way. So I'm drinking some really good coffee, uh, which is quite a contrast from the stuff that you yeah. drink in staff meetings. My <laughs> Vietnamese coffee. Your Vietnamese coffee that yeah. comes in like a packet that's probably shipped from, <laughs> yeah. well, Vietnam, I guess. Or it smells China. like It's probably s- Vietnamese coffee made in China. That's probably what it probably. is. Probably.
1: It smells like a skunk, which we don't know what that means. Well. But it relaxes me. <laughs> yeah. 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 <clears throat>
0: it relaxes you and sickens the rest of us. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. So uh, so here we are, uh, Mike. We are living in uh in the midst of some historical uh crazy times yes. uh, we're in the midst of this uh covid nineteen uh spread across the country and around the world and and we just thought look we we need to you know this is forcing the church to do things differently and uh we had talked about a podcast maybe like for a, a year ago mm-hmm. and just didn't do it. And this is forcing us to do things we didn't think we had time for or we didn't think we could do at the moment. But here we are. Uh, we're launching this thing. And the reason is we want to be in contact with our people as much as we can. Uh, you know, we're, the church is <laughs> the, church, the actual meaning of ecclesia is, is we're called out to gather together. And so, when we can't do that, then how is it that we we can communicate and encourage our, our church family? And, and uh, so we thought, hey, we'll put a couple mics up, and I invited Mike in to be the very first. Uh, and specifically, you know, Mike, you know, um, you know, thinking about kids, especially in this time with with parents having their kids home. Uh, and they're away from school and away from all the regular rhythms of their week and and now parents are trying to think okay how some some parents are thinking about how do I talk to my kids about all that 's going on because they know something's going on they 've either overheard the news on the television or mom and dad talking about uh, this thing or or maybe their dad or mom used to work from. Uh, go to an office or a service industry or something and now they're home every day and they're wondering what is going on it might seem like a little like vacation but I know that they're sensing that something's up so so my question to you you minister to kids every week and um, so I just like to know from your perspective how how is it that parents might be um, it might be good for them to just chat with their kids about all that's happening
1: of course, I think it depends a lot on what age group children you're talking about. If you're talking about a third or fourth grader, um, at this point I think they have a pretty good idea of what's going on. They've they've already grasped the danger of the disease probably and the scope of what's going on. They've picked up on that. Younger kids though may not have may not understand all that as well as some of the older kids do. Um, you know, my daughter is three. And uh, we've just talked to her and told her that uh, we're trying to help people not to get sick. And she understands that because she's been sick before. And so uh, we just tell her that we're making a lot of changes. And the things that we're doing is to try to help uh, people not to get sick. And then in our family, um, we're also being careful not to let that be too much of our conversation. Because I think that's what will scare younger children more than anything else. If, is just If that completely captivates all the conversation in time, and they're gonna, it's going to cause worry and, and stress for them. So we've worked very hard to fill our time with other conversation as well.
0: Yeah, that's good. You know, I, I've, I've seen on social media some of the parents, they're getting very creative about filling the kid's time mm-hmm. uh, now that they're not in a structured classroom in their home uh, every day, all day. Uh, I've seen some parents do some very creative you know they're doing art projects together putting puzzles together there uh, some kids are still doing some kind of homework even though it's not going to count I guess for <laughs> anything but uh, they are still doing it um, and so that's I think that's really important not to allow it to consume our conversation or maybe not maybe it'd be a good idea not to have the cable news on in the background 24-7 either that might be that might be helpful too. Yeah, listen to some
1: other things uh uh you know, expose your children to some of the movies that you loved growing up or some of the books that you loved growing up. Um, we've tried to make sure that even between my wife, Erin, and I, that our conversation is not just about uh, COVID-19, that mm-hmm. we talk about other things mm-hmm. and, uh, um, and, and we've gotten puzzles out and we've uh, gotten the Legos out and we sit and we do together last night my we had my son get his guitar out and we just sat around singing uh, worship songs for a while and praying together just normal things uh and conversation about other things i think is uh is important uh so that they don't decide that this is the whole this is the whole world that this is the this is the only thing that's going on the only thing that matters i think that would be scary
0: yeah absolutely and and also for the parents because uh, you know, our kids many times follow what we're modeling. Mm-hmm. So if, so, parents have to take care of themselves too. And they have to be um, trusting in the Lord and praying and holding on to his promises in the midst of this uh, so that they can also convey those same kind of truths and comfort to their, to their kids. Absolutely. The parent's spiritual health Uh, will benefit the children. Absolutely. And uh,
1: the point you just made was super, super important. Um, Parents are afraid too. And kids, there's no way they're going to hide that from their children. So so part of what has to happen is some conversation about that, right? Mm -hmm. Sure, I feel afraid sometimes. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do, and you're going to be the same way. Sometimes you may have moments when you feel really afraid, and then you may have moments when you're not really thinking about it. And that's the way the that's that's the way this works. And then talk to them about what you do as an adult, what you do as a parent to deal with uh, the concerns that you have in those moments when you are afraid. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's good conversation. Well, uh, since they are at home, <laughs> and since they can't come here, um, and Mike and I, you know, we we have to say that. Uh, you know this this whole thing breaks our hearts because we uh, we love being with our people. Uh, mm-hmm. We love being with families and individuals uh, and uh, our church family. We we miss them terribly. Uh, and but now that they are home and we still want to continue ministry to them in some way, how can what are some resources parents might uh, uh, you know pick up on so that they can kind of continue this uh, spiritual journey with their kids? Of
1: course, we're we're gonna be putting some things out. We've put a teaching video out already and we'll do that each week. And there's some things that kids who have attended or participated in AWANA here have. If they're part of AWANA, they can continue to work through their AWANA book and uh, memorize sections. Mom and dad, you can listen to those sections and sign them off on it. And as soon as we're able to be back together, we'll take time to reward them. There's also so many resources available to you uh, online. But, Probably the most important thing before I share some resources is not just that you have the resources. Sometimes people think that having the right resources is what really matters. But really what what's most important is making time to do these things with your children, being intentional about having some faith conversations.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: a lot of times we tend to delegate to this church. And a, a time like this reminds us that parents are their children's primary faith trainers. And we say that all the time. But But right now... Is, oh. It's more true than ever.
0: Hey, look, we're exercising all kinds of things we've just yes. talked about. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, let's, let's face it. There, there's a lot of things, whether it be faith or whether it be uh, teaching our kids or whatever it might be. Uh, we, we have talked a lot about those things. But now we're, having to ex- we're all forced to exercise. Mm-hmm. And it's exposing things that, that are not, you know, the, the reality is trials and these kinds of things, they expose what's already underneath. And so that's just stuff comes to the surface, and then we have to have to say, okay, how am I gonna how am I gonna change this, or how am I gonna be more deliberate or intentional? And this is one way where we can just uh, dive in with our kids. There's yeah. plenty of time to do it now. and you don't have to be afraid because
1: if you make the time to intentionally spend time having faith conversations with your kids. It, it will be a blessing. You won't ruin it. You may do it better. You may do it worse, but it will be good either way if you take time. But there are some resources that I, I thought I would uh, pass on to you. First of all, if you want to start with a video kind of conversation, YouTube is full of stuff that you can listen to uh, or watch. Um, I... There's some big churches out there that have produced such great stuff for kids. So if you want to do a Bible story, uh, look for the version done by Saddleback Kids. I love their videos. Um, You can also look for stuff, uh, some of Phil Vischer's stuff. He did uh, some movies that we're all familiar with, the VeggieTales series. Oh, yeah. But more recently, he's done a series uh, called What's in the Bible with Buck Denver, and they are unbelievable. I think they may be uh, one of the best... Res- video resources for teaching children about the Bible of this decade—they are phenomenal. So check that out.
0: By the way, he does a an adult podcast, and it's called the Holy Post. Oh, really? <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's pretty pretty funny, um, pretty
1: good. If you have a children's Bible around, sometimes that's all you need—is to just sit down and read mm-hmm. read the, uh, a section of the children's Bible with your children and talk about what it. What about that children's storybook Bible? Yeah, that's, that we give that's the one we give out yeah, here. It's yeah. called the Jesus Storybook Bible. It's fantastic at home uh with josie i've also been using one called the big picture bible which just breaks the bible up into big sections and connects them all into one story which i i like Mm. a lot as well um there's some streaming services that you should know about um so if you're some of you are older and grew up in the church might have grown up with adventures and odyssey Uh, There's a radio uh, drama series that I think are exceptional for children to listen to. Um, Those are all available online now. At, at the Adventures and Odyssey Those Club. Those are so good. They are. They're Reminds fantastic. Reminds me a lot
0: of, uh, on vacation, we popped yeah. the, the cassette yeah. into the stereo <laughs> yes. for yes. our kids to listen to <laughs> as we Im- travel.
1: Emma Jo, my oldest daughter, who's 22 years old, still listens to them when she drives back and forth to college, right? She still, uh, she still enjoys listening to them. So they're available at theadventuresinodysseyclub.com. A superbook. Is a is a Bible video series that you can look up on YouTube and see them. They also have a club, though. If you want to be part of the club, you can get the full versions of their videos uh, there, and they're exceptionally well done. Then there's some streaming services. The one I use one here uh, that's called Mino Kids, M I N N O Kids, and it just has all kinds of church created and professionally created video resources. Uh, for children available that you, uh, you could check out. So there's just a lot of stuff out there that's good yeah. that you can use with your family.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. <clears throat> Thank you, Mike, uh, for uh, being the first guest. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. <laughs> on, on, the, on the River Valley Christian Fellowship podcast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we may have to do something more creative with that later. Anyway, um, you know, I, I wanted to end with... Uh, Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4, verse 7, it says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Yeah. We, can all, we can all agree we need more peace. And I love what Jesus told his disciples uh, the night that he was betrayed. He said, Peace I leave with you, peace I give to you, not as the world gives to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And that is a word that we need to hold on to, that God gives us peace uh, that the world doesn't give and can't give, can't manufacture. Uh, but his peace that he gives is not incomplete. It's not insufficient. It is sufficient for this moment, this historical moment that we are all going through. It is sufficient for this time and for uh, you and your family. And, uh, and so we're praying here together as a staff for our church family that we can't be with at the moment that God would indeed guard their hearts and minds. Because as you mentioned the other day, when, when our, our hearts and our minds are guarded, when we have the peace that God provides us, um, we make better decisions <laughs> and we see things that we don't see otherwise, that we get clouded by fear and frustration and, and worry. And, uh, and so when peace comes, there's a clarity that comes with that, that we can better minister to our, our families and better minister to one another and see the needs around us. I mean, right now, uh, we'll talk about this in the next episode, but right now we're, you know, preparing 750 yeah. meals for uh, Bradley, uh, Bradley Elementary School District. Uh, so there are 150 meals for five days. And uh, they're on spring break, and so uh, this week, so River Valley, we're stepping in to that need, and we're providing those uh, meals for those kids. And so it's the same true. Everybody has when we're when we're operating in the peace of that God gives us, we're able to see needs better around us, and able to step into that, um, and uh, and step into it by faith. And so, um, why don't we pray? Absolutely. For our people and for, uh, for this time. Father, I thank you uh, for the peace that you provide us through your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you, and we ask, Lord, that you would guard our hearts and our minds in, in Jesus. Uh, and we're asking, Father, that you would give us this peace that passes all understanding. Uh, there is a lot we don't understand. And there's a lot we don't know. Everybody's walking in uncertainty. Timetables have changed. Priorities have changed. Things are getting filtered through this whole, uh, this whole virus, this whole crisis. Everything's getting filtered down to what really matters. And so, Lord, I pray that we would see, maybe for the first time in a while, what really matters to you and what should matter to us. So, God, I pray that you would bless uh, River Valley Christian Fellowship, all those who call this church their home, that you would bless their families, bless their kids. I pray that parents would uh, minister to their kids well during this time. And we do indeed thank you for loving us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Mike, for joining me uh, today in studio, a.k.a. The conference room. <laughs> uh, and uh, so we'll we'll be in touch again. Uh, and uh, so thanks a lot for joining us. Very good. Thank you. Hey, we thought of a new name for the podcast. Instead of River Valley Christian Fellowship Podcast, uh, Mike came up with a new name. We're going to call it Connect Podcast. We, we all like it. I think it's good. I think, I, think yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, I think it's good. So so we're going to stick with that Connect podcast. So uh, so that's it. Uh, we've been brainstorming because River Valley Christian Fellowship uh, is just too long. So Connect podcast, it is. It's done. It's been decided. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us today. Uh, please subscribe to this podcast and tell someone else about it. Uh, join us on Thursday for our second episode of the connect podcast when we're talking to jill shipkowski our community life director and how we're engaging with our community partners during this crisis so we look forward to connecting with you then